This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, my name is Daryl Ong and you're tuned in to Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Over the weekend, we saw some intense badminton action with a young Malaysian squad led by singles ace Lizzie Jia taking on some of the biggest names in the Sudeman Cup. This year, it's held in Finland and our shuttlers went all the way to the semi-finals, beating our traditional rivals, a star-studded Indonesian team along the way. Eventually, Malaysia fell short in the semi-finals to a strong Japanese team, but a Malaysian squad that made history going as far as we have in the Sudiman Cup for over 12 years. A great result and a run that surpassed BAM's quarter-final target for the tournament and this comes at a perfect time, hitting peak form on the lead-up to this weekend's Thomas and Uber Cup in Denmark. Joining me on the line this week to review Malaysia's performance at the Sudiman Cup and preview the upcoming Thomas and Uber Cup, we have sports journalist Nicholas Anil. Well, I think I speak for every Malaysian um, when I say that their performance was simply outstanding, particularly their victory over Indonesia. You know, Malaysia and Indonesia have always had this sporting rivalry, be it in football, be it in badminton, you know, it doesn't matter. And these are two of our biggest sports. So, you know, whenever these two nations meet, you know, there's always going to be high anticipation. Mm. But what was so great about this victory was the fact that Malaysia were made out of a, a team of young shuttlers, you know, against the so-called superstars of Indonesia, you yeah. know. Yeah. They were well stacked up in every department, you know, Olympic champions, world number ones, you know. So they were the overwhelming favourites. But, you know, to take them all the way to the warrior and then emerge victorious, six hours of marathon battle, you know, I think every Malaysian that stayed up until 3 a.m. that night went to bed really happy. Me. Yeah, I went to bed really happy. Maybe they couldn't even sleep for a while, you know, just digesting that victory. Even I took some time to sleep. Uh, and, you know, uh, it's just so satisfying to see these young uh, shuttlers, young promising shuttlers come through in the end. Yeah, I mean, the adrenaline was definitely still on the high, you know, even after the, the match. But uh, back to your point, you know, uh, it's a team and a squad made out of young shuttlers. Um, quite normally, you know, we depend on the old heads for in terms of leadership and, you know, um, who to follow. Lizzie Jia, you know, skipped the squad. And you, I, I guess after the Indonesian match, you can even see the relief that they had, right? They didn't even expect to win against uh, the, the Indonesians. Everyone just ran onto, on, onto the court. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. But yeah, t- tell us a little bit more, you know, um, 23-year-old Lizija skippering the squad. You know, tell us about this current crop or what you what you saw over the weekend. Well, like you mentioned, uh, Daryl, uh, Zija is one of the oldest team member at 23 years old. That's you know, crazy. He has man. been. Yeah, it's absolutely insane to be to be you know tasked with this uh, responsibility. No doubt, it's an honor. But you know, you you're getting a young guy to to skipper and even younger team. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um, somewhat of uh, a responsibility, a huge honor, but it's also a big responsibility. And I have to say, you know, on, on Zija's part, he he took that responsibility and he carried that team so well, so yeah. well. Um, I'll give you an example. When Malaysia played um, 
Japan uh, in the semi-finals, you know, and we were two nil down, and you know the marquee match was of course uh, Zijia versus Momota. Yeah. You know, uh, Zijia went into that match having lost to Momota just two days before. It, it would have been easy for him to go in with a negative mindset, you know, and uh, try to give his best, but not expect much out of that match. But you could see the determination, the intensity, the high level tempo that he set throughout that match and most importantly that mental strength you know to want that victory to really you know be calculative uh, during crucial moments but also take uh, risk uh, you know when he saw the opportunity and i like what he said afterwards you know he came out and said that after aaron chia and so we lost the match you yeah. know, i felt like you know, it was up to me to carry this team and at least contribute a point. And that was what he did. You know, he gave Malaysia another chance, you know, through the women doubles uh, who, who put up an awesome fight but ultimately fell short. But, you know, that victory over Kento Momota says so much about the character of not only Lee Zijia but the entire Malaysian team. Yeah, got you. Uh, maturity is one thing as well, right, Nick? You know, um, you're two nil down, for example, you know, this next match will make it or break it, right? And you're just so calm and collected, you know, given it was an intense match, it was an awesome rivalry and an awesome badminton match to watch, but the maturity is something else, right? Especially for someone who's so young, 23 years old. Yes, exactly. You know, um, and, and this, I think, has been has been built over time. You know, Zija is coming off the Olympics campaign. Uh, no doubt, you know, he lost to Chen Long, but he had taken so much of positives. And when we spoke, you know, right after the Olympics, uh, Daryl, I, yeah. I told you that, you know, Zija is going to have a lot of takeaways from the Tokyo Olympics. Yeah. He may have lost against Chen Long, you know, but the experience that he gained from such a big occasion will be absolutely priceless. And he used that credit to him he used all of that against the world number one and it paid off handsomely yeah definitely um, Nick looks like this rivalry is set to go on because this weekend right uh, Thomas Cup Malaysia in the same group as Japan again exactly <laughs> final group game October 14th so don't miss it guys um, yeah. it's going to be the trilogy of team event you know between uh, Momota and Lee Zijia for sure head to head uh, Momota trails now you know uh, uh, sorry, Lizija trails, you know, um, two to seven. But if you look at the last three meetings, the form Lizija yeah. has won two. Mm. You know, Lizija yeah. has won two, and so he's riding on a high. You know, he's you can see that he's full of confidence. He's got so much of tricks in the bag. He's got that mental strength. He's got that leadership quality. And no doubt, you know, it's going to be another firecracker of a match uh, at the Thomas Cup. Other than the team team captain, uh, Nick, which other pairings or which other shuttle has impressed you over the Sudiman Cup? You know, I would have to give credit to everyone there if you ask me. Um, of course, the men's uh, doubles, Aaron uh, Chia and So Wuyi, they delivered uh, on numerous occasions. You know, they beat the Japanese pair in the first game. And then after that, beating uh, Kevin Sanjaya and Marcus Finaldi, who are the world number one pairing. Yeah, yeah. You know, they beat them at the Tokyo Olympics and they did it again, gave Malaysia that much-needed advantage in the first game. It's not easy, you know, when you're fielded in the first game, you take some time to warm up and the pressure's high because you know uh, you're going to be the first one to either make or break that, that lead. So credit to them, you know, they showed a lot of character they, they had the right amount of aggression. Hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of disappointing to see them uh, not being able to replicate the victory over the Japanese pair the second time. But overall, you know, I would I would really give them immense credit for, for their efforts. 
and of course we all saw how the women's doubles fed you know Perlitan and Amtina now if there was an award for the most tenacious most competitive mm. uh, you know pairing these two would get it you yeah. know uh, they 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 are they are their pairing is a match made in in heaven i would have to say uh, it's 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 not not been uh, a very long ride you know they've gotten together not too long ago but they've shown tremendous progress under coach uh, chan chon ming mm. you know and uh, earlier this year they won the swiss open uh, they did not fare at the olympics because they did not qualify you know but they saw they saw uh, how it was like to fare against you know uh, the, the stronger players and just look at their performance against the indonesian pair they were playing the olympic champions and they came within a whisker of yeah. beating them yeah. and the manner of the defeat you know just says so much about them you know they were just literally putting their bodies on the line for every single shuttle and even after that um Gracia Poli came out and commended uh, this pairing and the Malaysian national team as a whole uh, even the mixed doubles as well who Pangron and Chia Yisi you know going into the the final match against um the world number 4 you know not expected to win but as who pangron later said after the the win you know we had gone out with nothing to lose we saw how our teammates you know giving their all and you know we were just so inspired by their performance that we decided to just go out and give it everything on the court yeah. and it worked to perfection yeah I... uh, with the exception of x s kisona who's perhaps still trying to find her way uh, in the women singles uh, i believe she will get there in time Uh, the other shuttlers were all outstanding all of them contributed points and top marks to all of them yeah i mean you're right nick is a collective uh, achievement right uh, and, and it goes for you know the sudiman cup a team tournament like this right um we ended up third fourth with korea with south korea and we actually exceeded bam's quarter final target for the sudiman cup uh, would you say that this semi final run was a surprise to you It definitely is. Um, on paper, Malaysia were only expected to go as far as the quarterfinals. You know, in fact, I, I was really encouraged uh, after seeing them beat England because England, to me, were an unpredictable side. Yeah. You know, that could cause uh, a team like Malaysia problems. Credit to them. You know, they 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 tied up that match really fast. They, they secured that that first three points and got that win. Japan is always going to be tough because they're well stacked in every department. Mm. So we did well to reach the quarterfinals. And when you look at that quarterfinals draw against Indonesia, no one would have given us much of a hope simply because if you if you put the comparison between uh, both teams and you stack the players up uh, according to each uh, event, on paper, you know, yeah. Indonesia are, are way superior. Mm. You know, pro- probably with the exception of uh, Lizija. You know the rest of them are, are way superior compared to us. So to upset Indonesia and reach the semi-finals is a massive bonus, and you know it's only going to translate uh, in the positivity and in the character of these shuttlers uh, for the Thomas and Uber Cup. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got to give credit to BAM when it's due, right? You know, fielding a, I would say maybe a left field choice of young players and me no in- independent shuttlers as well. Um, it seems to me like the uh, Wang Chunhan and gang had. A has a clear future uh, plan for the future for sure you know if you look at the the Tokyo Olympics we saw Chan Peng Soon and Go Liu Ying you know uh, even though they did well to reach the Olympics they 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 are you know perhaps not performing at the level that they used to perform 
you know and after that uh, the women's doubles had also split up uh, you know uh, Chao Mekwan quit the the national team yeah. so I would say that you know the senior shuttlers that you know had represented Malaysia be it in big tournaments or in team events were given the opportunity to impress um, and now you know it is time for the young guns to come up and show what they're made of because if you look at the talent pool that we have within the national setup it is a big one mm. it is a fairly big and competitive one so there was no reason for BAM not to give this young guns uh, you know a chance to shine and, mm. and credit to BAM you know they did they they really put their faith and trust in these young shuttlers and pretty much told them to just go out and play their hearts out and you know not not worry about the result and that's exactly what happened play their hearts out they did for sure um, moving away from you know Malaysian badminton um, which is i would say pretty promising right you know we see names that we've never seen before as well so there's definitely something to you know give BAM credit to but I'm talk about China now Nick you know they've been in the Sudiman Cup finals for the last 14 times this is their 12th victory at the Sudiman Cup and you know this has been happening for the last decade or the last two decades or so right China has been dominant in in the world of badminton uh, do you foresee this crumbling anytime soon or you expect China to just take home everything for the foreseeable future well if you if you if you look at this this chinese squad um they are I wouldn't even say they are at full strength. That's that's what that's so the scary, scary part. <laughs> that's what's so scary about this Chinese team. You know, uh, they came to Sudirman Cup without Chen Long. You know, obviously they had Shi Yuki, uh, but in Chen Long they would have had someone who possessed that that experience. But again, if you look at at the team of of Chinese shuttlers, you know they have been just uh, immense, and they always find a way to win. I give you an example. You know, China Japan Sudirman Cup final. Mm. He Jingting and Zhao Haodong. You know, these guys have. They don't even have a world ranking. They have been paired together for the first time at this Sudirman Cup, and they beat the uh, Japanese pair. That's crazy. You know, to give to give uh, their team the lead. Mm. And then, if you look at the women singles, you have the reigning Olympic champion Chen Yufei. You know, this girl is still young. You know, and she's definitely going to be there for a long time. You have Shi Yuki, you have Chen Long in the men's singles. You know, even in the women's doubles and mixed doubles, these guys are all in the top ten. So, you know, the mentality, that winning charisma, that winning aura, and you know, experience playing in big matches um, has always uh, served Japan well, and it's always been um, their little weapon. So they're going to be around for some time, you know. Mm. Their their current crop of shuttlers are also still very much a young pair. Even Chen Long is only 32 years old. Yeah, you know that guy's going to be around for a for some time. So um, yeah, China's going to take some dethroning. Yeah, that's and, for sure. and it seems that you know this current crop of Chinese shuttlers, they have maybe two or three more generations after that, which is really uh, you know ready to go, ready to go. Um, and it's yeah, it's just crazy. Um, go coming back to home, Nick. Um, we've seen you know the ugly side of you know uh, badminton and you know racism. Um, like you mentioned, the uh, the women single ace um, as Kisona didn't have particularly a, a good tournament, but she came. Um, that was actually just one netizen that you know put up some racial uh, 
abused and gave her some racial discrimination. And this is, you know, really in 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 a nutshell, an unnecessary drama, right? It takes away from the achievements of the squad, and it's nothing to do with the action on on the court at all. Um, what are your thoughts on this whole fiasco? Sports and 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 racism, you know, have have been around for such a long time, you know, especially online racism. You know, it's it's so easy for armchair critics, you know, to just sit and type stuff out, um, you know, and hide behind a a laptop and a monitor. But this particular individual who racially abused Kisona is not just your random man on the street. Yeah, he exactly. is a, sort of a prominent person. He is a politician. Yeah. So for someone who is looked upon as a leader to utter those words is simply disgusting. Absolutely unacceptable. And even though he had apologized, I felt that that apology was just for the sake of, you know, apologizing. And he did not even apologize to Kisona in person. Mm-hmm. If you're really genuine about it, give her a call. Tell her how sorry you are. Damage has been done, but you can still, you know, make amends. Make amends. Try to make amends. Try to make amends. Give her a call and you know apologize. So I'm happy that this person in question has resigned from you know whatever post that he was holding before this. And what encourages me so much is how quickly Malaysians came to unite and stand for Kisona. That's you know? right. Yeah. That hashtag stand with Kisona and Keluarga Malaysia was trending on social media. And yeah. and that really gives me a lot of hope and a lot of encouragement to know that, you know, uh, one one drop of, of disgusting act, you know, is, is it doesn't spoil the, the whole uh, uh, bucket, so to speak. Yeah. You know, there are for, for one uh, racial abuse, you know, there are millions of others Uh, you know who are willing to stand up for her and even Kisona herself you know I believe that she has the character to bounce back from this she is a shuttler that has overcome so much of adversity you know even before this when she was a young player she had to deal with so many injuries but she recovered from all of that you know uh, went on to win the SEA Games gold medal yeah. and you know continued making the progress to be selected for the Sudirman Cup and Uber Cup yeah. and I like what she said after the defeat to um, Akane uh, Yamaguchi. This was before this whole uh, racial storm. She came out and said that, I know it is uh, going to be uh, difficult to take points off top players. And when you don't perform against top players, the criticism will come. But what you have to do is ignore the noise. Mm. Ignore the noise. Mm. So that, that mantra will work really well for her in this particular scenario. On court, she has to improve. She knows that as well, you know. Um, she has a lot of areas that she needs to fix, but I'm sure she will come back stronger. And she's a very talented shuttler. She's coming into this tournament on merit. You know, she's won the Spanish International back in June, um, and she's had her, her decent run of performance. So, you know, it will be a real chance at redemption at the Uber Cup. Yeah, for Go sure. On. Let's let's get on to that now, Nick. You know the Uber and Thomas Cup happening. Uh, we'll start this weekend. Uh, for the Thomas Cup, we are drawn with Japan again, England and Canada. Uh, for the Uber Cup, is China, Denmark, and Canada. Uh, Nick, the last time we won the Thomas Cup was in 1992. While our best Uber Cup result was a quarter final placing. Um, what are your predictions for these two tournaments, Nick? Well, I'll start with the Thomas Cup first. England, Japan, again, you know, um, we definitely will go into the match against England as favourites. 
I think we are better in every department um, against them. Uh, the format of the Thomas Cup is three men singles, two men doubles. So by the virtue of that, you know, we have Zija, we have Aaron Chia, So Wu Yik. Um, and, um, you know, another point has to come from somewhere. But I, I'm sure this, these two points will be delivered against uh, England. Against Canada, who are Minos, shouldn't be a problem overcoming them. Against Japan, that's the one, right? <laughs> it's going to be a tall order. Um, Kento Momota, Lizija, you know, it's going to be a 50-50 battle. It's going to be an intense battle. All our money is still going to be on Lizija to beat the world number one again. But I'm just looking at uh, the other matches and thinking uh, where the point is going to come from. You know, we're expecting Aaron Chia Sobojik to deliver against Takuro Hoki and uh, Yuko Kobayashi, uh, whom they faced in the Superman Cup. So if we get that point, that's two in the back, and we will need another one uh, to come from um, either one of the two men's singles or the men's doubles. Mm. Um, you know, in the men's doubles is is what I'm actually a bit concerned about mm. because uh, you know this time we are actually without some big names. Uh, we don't have Visham, Vikyong, you know, who actually made their mark, stamped their mark at Thomas Cup back yeah. in 2014. Yeah. Uh, we are also without Ong Yusin, Kyo Ee. Um, who are all in the top 20. So we have chosen uh, to go with a young squad. Uh, let's hope that, you know, these shuttlers will emulate the performance of their Sudirman Cup counterparts and, you know, somehow get the point. But definitely, we're going to go into that last match against Japan as underdogs. But we should we should make the quarterfinals along with Japan, uh, definitely. Yeah. Um, as for the Uber Cup, um, I'm afraid that, you know, our... Uh, challenge will end at the group stage simply because we are with China and Denmark against China just too strong and Denmark as well um, they are well stacked uh, so I, I don't see us getting past but if we do you know it's going to be a massive bonus for sure but mm. I think it will be China and Denmark to progress uh, from the Uber Cup alright you heard it Nick and his crystal ball so <laughs> keep your eyes peeled on the TV to see if he's, he's right or not uh, last question Nick in your opinion you know I think I think the the Malaysian badminton team has been on the rise we're picking up good form and we're on upward trajectory for sure what's the best way to keep this positive momentum going all the way to Paris 2024, you think? Keep playing this young team. Keep keep putting them out. Keep giving them exposure. Keep sending them to big tournaments. Keep allowing, keep giving them exposure uh, against top players. You know, uh, if you look at, at this team, um, the younger players, actually, our national backup players, had, has won close to 10 titles on the world tour, in, in the lower uh, world tour events. So they are already performing. All we need to do is to keep trusting them, you know, to perform uh, at bigger stage against better players. It doesn't matter if they lose. The experience is what is most important. And like you mentioned, Paris is not too long ago. You start playing them now, in three years' time, they're going to be way better than they are now. And, you know, we probably have more shuttlers than we did uh, at Tokyo yeah. uh, in Paris. So. BAM just has to continue doing this. At the same time, keep grooming, you know, widen the talent pool, you know, look into the respective uh, state sports pools and try to get the intensity at a higher level because when, when shuttlers are, are, are thrown into a challenging mix where they're all competing to represent the country, the quality is just going to get higher and the bar is just going to get higher. 
That was sports journalist Nicholas Anil joining us on the program this week to review Malaysia's performance at the Suleiman Cup and preview the upcoming Thomas and Uber Cup. And with that, we've come to the end of this week's program. If you'd like to revisit that review, you can head over to our website, www.bfm.my forward slash barnan for the podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at BFM Radio. My name's Daryl Ong and this has been Bar None, the show that brings you through the ins and outs of the sporting world. Join us again next week when you hear on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.